For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Well, 15 minutes is barely enough time to do justice to Friday night football. It was a huge night for the Saints. Coming up, we'll hear from victorious coach Brett Ratton and get the Carlton story from Michael Voss after the Blues went down to the Saints. It was a thrilling night. There was plenty of drama, some injuries. So let's hear how the Saints did it before we hear from our expert and the coaches. Plowman comes up with it for the Blues, but he's turned it straight over to memory. Couple of skip steps, he opens up the angle, kicks from 51, and he has got it! Ryder walks in, Carlton fans have been silenced already, he struck that pretty well, can't strike it any better than that. Well they're hot St Kilda, they're really pumping, their pressure is superb. So important, Sinclair and Heel off half-back, it's intriguing, I've been watching it the last sort of four or five minutes, Carlton have been sending high forwards up to stoppage, and rather than have anyone sort of sit on these two St Kilda, dangerous St Kilda half-backs, they're able to sit off the stoppage yep. in, with time and space to be able to u- be used as almost like a quarterback option. Angadine Miller, it came, and the handball away desperately from Camp, but it goes St Kilda's way, hard running ahead of the ball from Butler, can pop it into the square, Memory's going to drive through his second goal. A little bit of downhill skiing from the Saints, but it paid dividends. They had their third on the ball. It is ski season after uh, all. Ball knocked down towards, well the spin move was delightful for Honey. Gave it off to Mocklop. How's that for an opening goal for the Blues? They're at half forward. Silvani's kick is the money kick though and Hill gets back to contest it. But it spills to Cottrell. Open goal, bang. False start from Cottrell. Back up third and Kennedy gets the shot and gets the goal. Blues in front. Two quick goals inside three minutes. And all momentum now is with the Blues. It's going to be interesting just to see if the, if the Saints can weather some of that storm and absorb some of that heat. Great tackle crowd. Loose handball goes to Butler. The goal is there for the taking. Towards King. He runs. He jumps. And he brings it down. It's 50 and it's a goal. What I really have liked with the Saints has been their response. Yeah. Uh, all the momentum was with Carton early in the quarter. A couple of quick goals and geez, things were starting to look ominous, but they've fought fire with fire, and what's kept them in the game has been been their ability to be able to pressure and tackle and chase, and they've got reward for it. Intercept rider, dribble, dribble, through, goal. Everything turning St Kilda's way. He spears it to Mocklop, through his hands, can't pounce on the crumb, he dives back, but he missed. He did get the opportunity, he breaks the tackle, and he kicks another... Absolute ripper goal. <laughs> he had it, he lost it, he was gone, he got up, he went down, and he has kicked the goal against the grain here. But he gave it a Cripps, can he get past Marshall? He forces his way through and then kicks to Mackay. Hooks it through. First goal of the third turn could be a pivotal one. That's what's going to hurt the, hurt the Saints is a, is a turnover of, uh, of that quality for, for the Blues. They're going to find it very hard to match up on the rebound. They're undermanned down there, clearly. It's a pivotal matchup now that Howard's out. It's going to have to be an element of, I guess, a conservative nature in which the, the, the Saints move the footy from defensive 50 just to, in some capacity, protect that back six. On the counter, though, it's Doherty. Made the intercept, then he dropped it straight away. Hustling hard for it. Silvani from one team. Windhager for the other. Lewis Ball picked up by Cottrell. Handball to Honey. They're all over him. Coming through Highmore. Tripping and slipping. 
Murphy and then handling to Clark. Got away from the clutches of Cottrell to Ross. Saints edge forward. If it sits, it does for Gresham. He can give the Butler one more over the top. Higgins will have a shot. Higgins will kick a goal. The Saints are back in front. It could be a Friday night to remember in season 2022. Paddy Ryder hunts it down. King weaves his way past them. Spins it towards goal and got it there. Sends St Kilda forward on the surge. Dropped by Plowman. Windhager, what a pickup. A hand pass to memory. The give goes back and the skipper steal. Steal himself and then marched away in triumph. Saints put up too quickly. 55 out, the Saints have got numbers back. Cottrell's in the mix. The kick squirts to Silvani. Kennedy couldn't quite turn. Shook the tackle and then was smothered. Second go, Kennedy, yes! Rusted out of the boot and a wobble through like a Barry Breen behind <laughs> in the 1966 grand final. Riders deep in the goal square. He could reach him from there. Billing set sail. Marshall also presence, and so is King. He didn't mark Butler goal though. Took it off the pack. Snap with a left. And the Saints are back in front. Clock about to tick under four minutes. His slams are on the boot. It's long. It's not long enough. Membry got it, oh. got it. He could have marked it. He could have been paid the mark, but he kicked the goal anyway. Long kick by Higgins inside 50. It's hit Wood on the head. He might crumb it anyway. King off the carpet. Rolls through, a little bit of icing on the cake. Well, it was always going to be a big night for St Kilda, and thankfully they were primed and ready from the get-go, thanks to the pressure that had been absent largely in the past couple of weeks. And as a result, their forwards, Membry, Ryder and Marshall looked dangerous early up forward. They had the first three goals of the game, and it could have been more with some accurate kicking. With the Blues not putting extra attention on Brad Hill and Jack Sinclair off half-back, they were so creative, regularly setting things up out of defence. Sinclair had 13 touches in the first quarter and Hill 9 and they also had a midfield led by Seb Ross, Jack Steele and the dynamic Jade Gresham who were causing havoc. The Blues finally got some semblance of their game together late in the quarter. Lesser Lights, Honey and Motlop combined and another late goal. The margin was only 8 at quarter time and it could have been more in St Kilda's favour. They had their kicking boots off in that opening term. That was to swing around as the game went on. An early coast-to-coast run from Carlton ended with a Cottrell goal. He'd been moved onto Hill to blunt his influence, and that was to be a decisive move, particularly in that second term. Cottrell was more than handy. They definitely lifted their pressure around the ball. The Blues started to win the Territory game. Walsh was getting lots of footy. Kennedy came along with him, and Fisher was looking dangerous on the outside. Cripps also influential. Plowman and Young in defence were doing their job, and Saad was becoming a factor out of defence with his intercepts and his run. And a magnificent individual effort from Motloff rounded off a run of four Blues goals and they looked on top. But just when they'd started to really assert their influence, St Kilda hit back. Higgins and Butler snagging great small men goals and a rider triple goal meant they'd wiped out just about all the gains made by the Blues. So it was a five-point margin at halftime and it was under serious threat in the third. The Saints had decided to test a knee injury caught by Dougal Howard before halftime, but it was aggravated it didn't stand up and he was soon replaced by Highmore and the resuffle saw Battle take Mackay, who along with Kerno were looking threatening, but 
not really playing at their very best. The Blues' shocking kicking was the main storyline of that third quarter. They kicked one goal six. Kennedy and Cripps were giving them control of the football. But against the grain, King kicked the crucial goal for St Kilda. And so they led by two goals at the last quarter when Carlton could well have been in front. In fact, they were briefly, but the Saints had the lead at the last change. And it was a thrilling and intense final term. Carlton's interceptors were well on top. It looked like it was going to be difficult for St Kilda to score at one stage, but they were able to manufacture a couple of handy goals. Uh, They got back to level terms, the Blues, thanks to Kennedy and Mackay, but then the Saints steadied. And it was Tim Membry who was the hero. He won a free kick and converted for his first and then he snapped brilliantly over his head for a second goal which was just about the sealer. They were under duress though a big collision left Butler and Clark who took each other out seeing stars. Clark the most severely uh, hurt, he was bleeding, he was stretched off, fingers crossed that he is okay he did at least go into the team meeting but uh, not likely to be seen next week at the very least. The Blues well they only had themselves to blame with their poor kicking. Kerno kicking one goal four, Mackay two goals one and one out of bounds on the full but there was no shortage of culprits as far as kicking for goal was concerned going for a quick look at the overview from the goals Tim Membry had four for the Saints Max King three goals one including a late one Butler and Ryder and Higgins all chimed in with two goals while for the Blues Motlop kicked three goals one and he was one of the shining lights on the night from a Carlton point of view Mackay and Kennedy with two goals possession wise Sinclair had 37 Gresham 29 Ross and Hill 27 for the Saints and for the Blues Walsh 33 Kreps 31 and Saad 25 disposals and 13 intercepts Plowman also playing his part down in defence Doherty continued to give them drive. A few of the Blues weren't quite at their best. Cherry looked like he just returned, which he had from, from an absence. Kennedy got better as the game went on. 21 touches and two goals, so his excellent season continues. Hewitt not quite as pivotal in the middle with 22 disposals, but uh, Zach Jones got better as the game went on for the Saints. Marshall left the field briefly as well, but he returned. He had a big say in proceedings, as did Ryder at times. 22 disposals for Rowan Marshall. Well, let's first of all hear from our AFL Nation expert, Nathan Jones, as he looks back on the Saints win. Yeah, they certainly did. They staked their claim. There's no doubt about that. And they'd be they'd be really impressed with some of the key things. We spoke to Corey Aaron right before the game and you know we asked him the question what what should we look out for and what and what should we see if St Kilda's at their best. And obviously, you know, it's probably the one of the most bandied around sort of comments in the game, but you know, teams that bring absolute pressure and ferocity around the contest and that's what they did. Uh, you know, Jared alluded to we want to see a cyclonic St Kilda force tonight and uh, to a certain extent they did bring that and uh, you know they got Carlton on the back foot and that created plenty more opportunity for their forwards who looked a lot more dynamic and, and, and sort of functioned a hell of a lot better just through the the quality of turnover they were able to create through the middle of the ground not relying on having to carry the ball the length of the field um, and you know credit to them they, they, they took uh, well they went head to head and had a crack at, at Carlton, particularly at their strength around stoppage, and, and came out um, victorious in, in that in that phase of the game on the night, which went a, a long way to creating enough opportunity for them to win. But you know, Carlton, uh, I think they'll they'll go away. Yeah, they created enough opportunities. They they were good enough in a lot of phases of the game, and they couldn't capitalise. And as you mentioned before, Hutto, you know, they had plenty of kickable goals, which you know. A few of those sail through and it changes and swings the momentum quite significantly in the game. But this one's all about the Saints and they are—they uh, certainly 
they've straightened their season back out and, and find themselves, uh, you know, well back in the hunt. You know, had they lost tonight, you know, there's big question marks, big concerns, but, you know, they've proven that their best foot is good enough against a quality side in, in Carlton and, uh, and and hopefully for Saints fans they can continue to sort of rediscover that on a, on a more consistent basis. So a great night for the Saints, disappointing for the Blues. And, of course, it was much relieved coach Brett Ratton after their big win over his old team. Oh, I think yeah, it's really pleasing for the players. Um, you know, they've worked so hard during the season and we had, you know, we had a, a, a three-week period where we didn't win games. One, we sort of, against Brisbane, ran out of men to sort of, sort of put ourselves in there. But the last two weeks have been below par and to maybe cop the criticism, which is fair, but they've done a lot of hard hard work this year and I'm just really pleased for them to you know, get back on the winner's list but play the way we want to play. Um, our intensity, whether we had the ball or without the ball, was was pretty good and it was a great contest. Um, you know, both teams having a crack and there's a lot on the line so, yeah, really pleased for the players. How pleased were you with the ball use, Brett? That's been an issue in the last few weeks but early was good pretty much from the start. Yeah, it was. We, we took a few risks, we turned a few over but um, uh, you're going to make some mistakes but yeah, I thought we were back to sort of moving the ball in different ways, which makes you unpredictable. Um, so that's that's a challenge to maintain it, but it was really pleasing tonight. Is that the benchmark now with that intensity that you showed tonight? I think we've played with some really good intensity throughout the year. Um, but, yeah, the, I suppose when you're down on confidence a bit and your energy levels are a bit low, it was, you know, it was great to see. So I think we're starting to get get it back to where we want to see um, our performance each week. And, yeah, it'll be a bit of a benchmark. So that was the highest, I think, pressure game of the year so far, or for a while at least? What was the most like going in? Uh, well, we wanted to... You know, we wanted to pressure the Blues. We know how they move the ball, um, especially around contests and stoppages. So it was an opportunity for us to get pressure um, at them. And I thought, you know, except for probably the second quarter there, there for a period, we didn't. Um, but outside that, I thought we maintained that pretty well throughout the game. So the Saints in seventh place for now, percentage of 108.2. Collingwood and Richmond could well go past them over the coming days of the footy on the weekend, which you'll hear, of course, here on AFL Nation. Next week, they play host to Fremantle. That promises to be a big game as well. For Carlton and what's been a terrific season, it was a disappointing night in many ways. And here's how their coach, Michael Voss, assessed their performance. We, we probably throughout the night didn't really respect their pressure as much as what we should have. Um, and then it was really down to efficiency. It's, um, you know, I'd like to create another story but that was that was it you know some of that was respecting the respecting their pressure and um and the other part was um was our efficiency both played a pretty big role efficiency you just mean inaccuracy in front of goal or the way you move a bit overuse um you know sort of recognize when the heat's coming at you and um a little bit of overuse you know one extra handball that probably wasn't needed and um, you know, the back half, I think we sort of conceded seven odd goals um, out of our back half. Um, so just, you know, that, that hurt us. Uh, and then clearly when we got our opportunities, um, we weren't able to convert it. So, um, yeah, there's not, there's not too many games where you get 29, 30 shots on goal and you're going at 57% scores per entry and you lose the game. So we managed to find a way to do that tonight. And it hasn't been certainly a trend um, for this year, but uh, for tonight it was, um, and we couldn't correct it to give ourselves the opportunity. Our, our second half response was pretty significant. Um, the boys were able to correct a lot of things and go to work on their game, and 
um, and we're able to implement really well. But uh, you know, when we got our opportunities, we just couldn't um, we couldn't put scoreboard pressure on them enough. So the Blues are fifth to now. They could slip as slow as sixth over the weekend, depending on other results. And next week on Sunday, they travel to Perth to face the West Coast Eagles. But it has been a great season. But tonight, certainly a disappointing one for the Blues. But all the joy going to the Saints. A great victory, and you can hear more all about it, along with all the other footy issues, of course, with the team on crunch time, and then the rest of the action in round 16 on AFL Nation. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.